Hi, Lauren. Hi, Sam. Are you ready to talk about Priscilla? I am, because after all, we, we are, are the watchers, watchers of movies. Hello. So, hello. Welcome to NPR. No. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, how are you? I'm good. Have you seen anything lately? Interesting. Uh, Mike and I watched Lost in Translation this weekend, which oh. is obviously is one of my favorites. Oh, I love that He movie. really likes it, too. So, it wasn't the first time by a long shot for either, either of us, but... Um, it's such a good movie. Just I have to, I have a question I have to ask you, but it's it's about the it's about Priscilla. Well, this is the Priscilla <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I guess we'll just jump so. right in. I don't I don't really have anything new to talk about, to be honest with you. All right. Um, so, well, we're are we jumping in? You know, let's jump in. All let's right, just do it. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, so, my question for you is. How did you feel? About, okay, well, wait, well, first of all, let's let's set a scene, a mise en scene, so to speak. I've been watching a lot of Frasier, so there's a lot of that going on. Anyway, I heard um, you really like Frasier. I really like Frasier. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I told you all those fun facts about the dad from Frasier, and found out that yeah. he's actually British, which Who is knew? like crazy. I, didn't know that. I, I would have never yeah. guessed in a million years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was only like 13 years older than Kelsey Grammer when they started filming. Mm-hmm. Although they made babies him like having babies. They made him like a decade older in the show. So he's like in his sixties in the show. They made him a decade older than Fraser. No, a decade older than his real, oh, uh, sure. real age. That makes more right. sense because yeah. he's supposed to be the dad. Right, right. Yeah. Not so like, he was like, so you, you kind he's of not was, teen dad. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, so we went to go see this movie together. Yes, and we also brought our moms, which our was mothers. adorable and charming. Your mom brought um, pretzels. <laughs> she brought that was these fun. really tasty pretzels, and I actually got more from her when I oh, dropped her off. Nice, and I have them in a little bag by my bed because sometimes I bed like pretzels. Yeah, bed yeah. pretzels. I like eating in bed. I don't know why. There's something very enjoyable about eating in bed. Do you, are you the type that eats in bed? Are you no? Because I don't no. want crumbs on my sheets. <laughs> terrible I'm like i everything. eat on my sofa i eat pretty much every meal on my sofa so i do both uh that's not true actually during work i eat at the counter just standing <laughs> up i like doing it that way because then i'm next to the sink and i can just clean up immediately there you go but uh no i don't want pests in my home so i don't eat in bed i understand uh but i do, I do eat on the sofa <laughs> so it's not like but i have like a tv tray i'm very I try to be pretty meticulous about it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the kind of person that eats in bed, especially in the morning, mostly in the morning. But when I like work all day, then I come home and then I want to eat on my bed. <laughs> Just like something really enjoyable about it. I don't you know. and Liz Lemon. Me and yeah, working on my night cheese. <laughs> <laughs> there was an episode where um, I can't remember who it was, but they had somebody like a guy that was living with her had sex in her bed. And she goes with with somebody <laughs> oh, else. Was and it, she um, goes Dean Winter's character, yeah, right? I think yeah, it was. Um, and she said I can't remember, I can't his remember name either. Now. She said, Come on guys, I eat there which is a funny <laughs> joke because you're expecting her to just say like I right. sleep there or something. So. <laughs> guys, I eat there. Yeah. yeah, he slept with Jenna. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, He hooked up with Jenna. Yeah. Okay. And I cannot remember his name, but he was uh he was just such a bad boyfriend. <laughs> like 
Like, did you did you watch the whole thing? Because there's like later a se- er, an episode where he's like the subway hero because he like saved someone's life from like getting oh, hit by the subway. I think I remember that. And then he like tries to push her onto the track so he can <laughs> save her again, and she's like, "What are you fucking doing? Like, what?" Uh, anyway, so I guess we kind of got off track. So yeah, you were going to ask me a very important question. Oh yes. Okay. So we watched the movie. Oh, hello. An angel has joined us. <laughs> So back to the movie. So this movie's about Priscilla Presley and her relationship with all this. Um, so we watched it together, and then I turned to you and I said, "Don't tell me how you feel. Wait till you wait no, till Wednesday." You did not. I you totally said, did that. You said I have so much that I want to talk about, but I can't. <laughs> yes, I have so. But I also you never told have you to, not tell to tell me. Talk. You never have to tell me not I to talk about pretty it. Pretty sure I did. I'm pretty sure you said you I have were, so much to talk you about. You weren't talking, but I was telling you, do not talk. <laughs> all right. Let's just say that that's what you said. Okay, thank you. Um, so, what did you think of the movie? That was the question. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I, know. I thought it was going to be related to Lost in Translation. It is. It is. But it it's part of the question. Oh well, yes. I thought eh, I thought it was pretty dull. Okay. So the question is: Did you watch Lost in Translation because you wanted to make up for watching such a stupid, boring ass movie? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. It wasn't stupid. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I've been, Mike and I have this ongoing list of movies that we kind of want to watch and like maybe movies that we've watched before and just want to watch again or something. And, and, uh, I've been listening to the rewatchables podcast and mm-hmm. they did a lot of translation. Nicole Byer? No, no, that's the, um, you're putting me on the spot here. Oh, so sorry. It's not the rewatch. The rewatchables is different. I, c- I honestly can't remember what the Nicole Wire one was that I listened to that one a lot. I, my Spotify wrapped. That was one of my and top five podcasts. Lauren Lapkus, right? Yeah, her yeah. Lauren Lapkus. What is it called? Your me- okay. Anyway, I'll okay. think of it as we're talking. The Rewatchables, also one of my top five podcasts. We are the Watchers of Movies, my number one podcast yeah, because as I it listen should to be. I listen to every episode to make sure it <laughs> publishes well. But yes. um, anyway. I don't even listen to all our episodes. Well, I listen to maybe one in five. It just depends on the movie. I know. I put secret things in them and you never hear <laughs> I it. I never hear it. So, um, anyway. Anyway. The Rewatchables did an episode. Well, they had an episode about Lost in Translation and I listened to it and it got me real jazzed. And I so I said that movie. to Mike, like, I, I think we, I asked him if he was interested in watching it again. So we put it on the list and this was probably like two months ago and then it, we, maybe like a month ago anyway it just came around uh this saturday when we were hanging out um i said unlike some of the stuff on our list which has been there for years now <laughs> yeah, well the good news is mike and i don't have to do a podcast about it true. so it's very true um it's a but, whole different animal <laughs> yeah so we we watched it and it just happened to shake out that it was the day after we saw priscilla but yes boring and dull movie and i i i felt like for a movie about priscilla i really don't know about priscilla yeah yeah and i think that that's a weird feat to do a biopic about somebody and not actually teach me about this person i totally 100 percent agree i felt like as i was watching the movie i was like okay so she likes dogs what else is she into Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anything does she like she doesn't have hobbies she's not her own person outside of elvis like and that's kind of what it seemed like well actually i wondered so what did your mom think of the movie? Because she w- read the book, right? Yeah, my mom is a huge Elvis fan. She read the book. And um, she was like, ugh, 
that was that was not good i didn't like any of the performances there was no elvis music i hated the actors that, was weird, that played. Yeah. she like really hated the actors that played elvis and priscilla oh, she really? didn't think they did a good job she thought that it was really weird that priscilla presley had to sign off on the elvis movie that came out the cameron crow movie like a year ago wait wait i thought that was baz lerman baz lerman my bad sorry okay. but the baz lerman movie and that one was was really good like really good i want to see it and then she's like so priscilla had to sign off on that one and she had to sign off on this one and why are they so different and and this one being so my mom didn't really like it at all what did did your mom think um i don't think she really liked it either Mm -hmm. i think neither of us were very impressed we kind of like left the theater like "Eh," you know it's the thing is it's like i kept waiting for something more to happen and i kept feeling like something more was going to happen and then nothing really ever did and it's so abruptly yeah i was she's like i'm not like he Mm -hmm. only like tries to like sexually assault her and she's like you know what i'm out of here and i was like okay good for her seriously um but yeah like it just and then that was it and so we were like okay so like her entire life seemingly and i haven't read the book so maybe i'm wrong but her entire life seemingly based on just this film seems like was completely entirely on what elvis's whims were and what he wanted like it didn't seem like she really had any sort of personality or you know like (laughs) yeah i didn't really know outside of him you know like what made her tick what made her want to go did she just want to go to the house to see him because he was famous or right like how did did they actually hit it off and she never really got upset when like i don't know he would leave for a a couple months at a time and she would just be a trap like a trapped prisoner in his house and she wanted to get a job and he was just like no you can't because i want you to be there whenever i call because he was was in los angeles he's like it's either me or your job and Mm -hmm. i was like take the job and so i was like we never got to see her have any emotion about that it was always just like okay and she was kind of like this weird catatonic character yeah and i would assume that in real life she had a little bit more spirit um i mean i would hope so yeah you know like it seems like it seems like if you're gonna do a biopic on someone you should do it on someone who's interesting (laughs) you know i mean well and what a life she had being that close to elvis right the movie didn't really show yeah and that's, that's the thing is that i feel like I, that's i feel like there was more to it mm-hmm. she was probably more interesting but it just really fell flat like i, I actually so your mom didn't like jacob lord lord oh, i don't know what lord i don't even know how to pronounce his last name whatever as elvis but what did you think about him i thought he was okay he um so austin butler played him and played elvis in the elvis movie and he was phenomenal uh really really good i thought jacob Alordi was fine yeah um i didn't think his performance was like spectacular but i i didn't think it was bad either i thought it was it was fine it was just it was yeah yeah i enjoyed his part more than hers so mm-hmm. yeah um <clears throat> he's i mean he's such a like a creep like you know so there's a fun fun fact if you want to call it about elvis that i found uh this is from factinate so i'm just gonna quote 
1956, Elvis Presley was billed as the nation's only atomic-powered singer, but people hardly know about King's troubling obsession with virginal girls. Shockingly, he preferred girls who were barely more than children. He would meet up with the heads of his fan club, who were primarily underage girls for slumber parties, where he allegedly molested them. He also met his future wife, Priscilla, when she was 14 and he was 24. They began dating pretty much straight away to the horror of her parents. They maintained they did not have sex until their wedding night when she was 22. But I don't believe that at all. <laughs> well, <laughs> quote, that's what, I don't yeah, believe that at all. That's, so I, you, that fact is really disgusting. But it also disgusting. brings up something that I really want to know. And it's why did her parents... Because in the movie... so. <laughs> That thing that, that thing that you just read said much to the horror of her parents. Right. In the movie, her parents didn't seem horrified. No. They seemed like... And I, they never said in the movie how old Elvis was either. I thought no. I thought he probably was like in his 20s, but I didn't realize he I was... I assumed he was like 22 or something. Yeah. And she was 14. They yeah. said how... Well, they kind of like alluded to her age. And I was like, why are your parents even entertaining this and we needed more scenes of the parents being like why is this man preying on our daughter yeah and maybe in real life she was more of a latchkey kid and her parents didn't actually care because but her dad was a military man because he was stationed in germany so i find it really hard to believe that any of this was just like her parents were like yeah that's fine go ahead like go ahead statutorily assault my daughter to me and then to let her go to the states like they sent her to the united states to live on his estate i'd be like no you you're i'm sorry but you can't just like cage up my underage daughter because well, there's this really gross scene sorry go ahead, no go, go ahead, ahead. Go. no no i interrupted you go ahead well i just there's this really gross scene where she's riding in a car with him to the airport they're over in germany and he was like uh he was like no i need you to stay exactly are you how you are right now oh. and i assume that meant like don't have sex with somebody i want you to stay a virgin oh see i didn't even think of that but i can totally I, see i don't know why he would word it that way it reminded in, me other than that immediately of maxim in um rebecca like he's oh. like, don't wear pearls or age past the age of 36 or something yeah. like that. Like yeah. black velvet and pearls it's or whatever. It's kind of just like this weird, yeah. um, like, I don't know. Like, I want you to stay. I want you to stasis. stay virginal. Yeah. And it's. The whole, like, vir- like the yeah. whole virginal thing is so. It's just like, why does. Why do you have to be defined by that? You know what I mean? That's such. Like, to me, it's like, it's just a societal expectation that really has no value on anything and shouldn't you know the only lesson i I feel like the the most important lesson for virginity is uh be smart about who you lose it to yes not like oh you're something special if you're a virgin you know what i mean yeah yeah like be smart about what you're doing yeah but you're no more special before or after exactly you yeah. have it or don't or lose it and well, it's not I think like it's something really lo- like losing is kind of a weird yeah losing you know, like, anyway. like i might lose my credit card and mm-hmm. then lose my virginity i know like, where it is <laughs> it, like your virginity isn't like this like thing that can like yeah, you it's lose not like it. a it's tangible not a yeah. yeah it's the whole virginity thing is very weird um yeah, so to 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 piggyback on what you said, um, so the parents let her go over to the United States, and then the colonel, who's Elvis's dad, 
No, the colonel is another guy. Oh, it was not his dad. See, that's another thing. My mom was really mad about this. Oh. The colonel is this guy. I it was so his dad. In the Elvis movie, Tom Hanks plays the colonel. He's the guy oh. who basically like discovers and signs Elvis, and he kind of controls him a little bit, and people argue whether or not he had good intentions for Elvis. And... Um, they my mom was mad she's like you never even got to see the colonel he just alluded to the colonel but yeah no the colonel was like his oh. manager mm-hmm. oh shit okay, the movie see, didn't do yeah see the movie okay, didn't do see, a good I, job i was like did i miss that but i'm yeah. like i was sitting in the theater paying attention the whole damn time so yeah no it's that uh, is that's weird yeah uh, so see anyway but they still gave temporary custody to him which to i was the father. really yeah uh, yeah which i was really bummed out by because i yeah. was like your daughter's young enough where you can't even like send her over without someone being her guardian like that's it's so dumb that's weird like she it's you know pretty weird yeah like and what are your intentions okay? with my daughter yeah i don't know like to me like well and then it didn't seem like who's that so who's that blonde lady that like did not like priscilla once again they didn't explain that very yeah, well and i, I don't know the only thing i can think of is she was the hit elvis's father's girlfriend because there was kind of one what I scene too, yeah there, yeah there was one scene where elvis was talking to priscilla and he was talking about how his mother died a year ago or a year and a half ago or something and then he named a woman's name and said this woman is is trying to control my dad or something oh yeah, yeah and it was yeah, but it yeah. was so brief like you had no idea right. it wasn't it, it was never talked about again it was just this unpleasant woman that was right. at the house sometimes yeah i know like priscilla's like out playing with her dog she's in this cute little you know whatever like a bichon and, and like yeah and and this this woman pulls up and is like do not do that and i was like okay no. she's like, like stop making a spectacle she's of like, yourself yeah, i know she's like the way she acted was like this girl's like out like shooting heroin and her face yeah, or like, like dancing around naked in her front dog, yard you know? like yeah. she was just she was like i mean she's a fucking child like innocently it's, playing with her insane. dog i yeah. can't even it's so crazy it's so weird <laughs> if that was really how it was like what a strange situation like i i can't even i mean not in a million years in a million billion years would i ever let my underage child like once you turn 18 fine you're an adult you can make your own decisions i'm going to tell you what i think and that i don't think you should do this but if you want to go you can go you're an adult now yeah yeah but exactly when you are not an adult no i am the one telling you where to go and what to do because you don't know any better well that's (laughs) the thing like um what is what is the worst that could happen you're in germany he's in the united states you just don't let her go it's not like she can sneak off at night and hang out with him (laughs) you know what i mean i know i I don't know and i really so i i just wanted i wanted more scenes with the parents because i wanted to know what they were thinking and maybe the thing is i know it's a biop biopic biopic I'm not sure. But anyway. Yeah. Same. So I, I don't know, you know, maybe Priscilla didn't know what her parents were thinking, but I feel like they, you know, number one, it's the movie. So you can embellish a little bit, especially when it's, yeah. I mean, you're not changing history that much. You're just like making a movie. Right. And number two, I have a feeling she probably did know what her parents would think because she had a daughter of her own. So right. you can pretty much guess what a parent would think. I think if your 14 year old daughter is being invited out by a 24 year old, like yeah. that's not that's not good and well and also it just it wasn't even like him that initially invited her it was like some random guy who's like let my wife and i be your um, chaperones. yeah your chaperones yeah. and i was like 
I, I I couldn't even believe that her parents were okay with that. I would have been like, so some strange guy and woman are going to come over and she's like, you're going to go into their car? Like, you don't know these people. And I think that's weird. I, don't know. I think that's really weird. I think it was less weird because he was also a military guy and him and the right. dad sort of met and bonded. But it's not as weird to me because it's like, oh, Elvis's famous pop star is, is at a party. So you, American child, would you like to come to this party with us? Right. That didn't really seem that weird to me. What seemed weird was that he maybe picked her because she was young and that was yes. Elvis's type. You and know what? Yes, that's exactly that, it. That is exactly yeah. it. You hit the nail on and, the motherfucking head. And then when Elvis like wanted to hang out with her again, that's when I was like... Well, I I mean, spoiler alert, I knew that they got married. So I knew his intentions weren't just like this innocent thing to begin with. But I was just like, yeah, I think if that was my child and I was like, look, I know this 24 year old pop star wants to hang out with you, but no <laughs> i know and i'm that's, sorry I'd be like you can't i'd be like you can hate me for the rest of your life but mm-hmm. when you turn to an adult you're gonna thank me yeah because i know what is good for you and you right. do that because you're a fucking child exactly like, 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 oh my like God. and even if he's not having sex with you he's still grooming you yes because he number one won't let you be with other guys obviously or even like get a job yeah he wouldn't let you stay in germany he needed you to come be a prisoner in his house basically it's, he made her wear certain clothing yes. he, di- he made her dye her hair yes. she was wearing like heavier makeup he's like and the thing is the way he said it too was like dye your hair wear heavier makeup it'll make your eyes pop yeah out. Like, he pop. didn't even he, like it wasn't like a hey honey how do you think about dying like you <laughs> yeah. would look really hot like blah, blah blah whatever you know it was like it was like no do this because this is what i say to do yeah and you and don't he have also choice. gave her drugs yeah uh, yeah, yeah. And he gave her drugs and then there was like the whole thing where she slept for like 48 hours because oh my he gosh gave her, he gave her like, a sleeping pill or whatever it wasn't a sleeping I mean, pill it was like a something else uh, yeah something but like he's literally like almost literally twice her size like yeah. he's he, he's huge he's like six foot three and she's like <laughs> five foot one or something she's tiny mm-hmm. and um and so of course it's fine for him because he's twice her size also he's <laughs> seemingly been taking them for a while exactly so there's so another probably thing. tolerance yeah. but she is like oh i've been out for two days and then he she had to go home um <laughs> I oh so I wanted to okay so there is the scene where she's like cheating off that girl oh yeah yeah I and I know that. this is kind of like in the in the in the future but I feel like so the colonel told her never to invite anyone over uh-huh but we never found out if the girl went like that that's something that kind of irritated me where I would have liked to see some follow through with that I, I you wrote, know I wrote the exact same thing no yeah. follow through on inviting the girl over yeah because I felt the same thing like why they never showed anything like she asked the girl if she wanted to go to an Elvis party so she could cheat off her test right and then and the girl's like okay like that's really it. excited about it and then that was it that yeah. was the end and I was yeah. like I'm like why even have the colonel mention that strangers aren't allowed at Graceland mm-hmm. if and then have that scene happen if you're not going to have some sort of consequence for yeah, her exactly. or the girl you know yeah. what I mean and there was nothing there was no consequence nothing mm-hmm. and it's like oh, <laughs> why, why then why put that in there what's the point of that yeah, you know? it doesn't make any sense. It, it bothered me. It, and uh, I thought the same thing. Like, well, that was stupid and pointless. I really, like, I wrote down that I felt like this film could have been impactful, but it fell short. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I thought that this was going to be a much more, 
I don't know, like in-depth look at this life that was definitely overshadowed by Elvis. Oh, yeah. But she obviously, she's a real person, so she had autonomy on her own, but the movie didn't really make it seem like she did. No, I know. There was only one, there was one scene where I kind of liked her, and that was a scene where he's like, I don't like that dress, return it. Like, it's blah, blah, blah. And she oh, goes, yeah. okay, I'll fucking return the dress. And I was but like, then we yeah. never like then we never seen any we never saw anything else yeah. like that either like i felt like the movie was just a series of scenes yeah i know that sounds stupid but it's just a series <laughs> of scenes with no cohesiveness and no like there's no payoff for some of them and yeah because i thought that was it was really sad well i thought it was interesting that he had this like entourage of men that he brought everywhere with Ugh, him those guys and he said to her like he's <laughs> like, like that would have been enough of a reason to end that well, relationship in my opinion i mean it's all suspect <clears throat> because this man is hanging out with a child and his friends are just like cool with it yeah and, they're like uh, really cool with it she they're like to, totally fine with yeah it. she comes to live at his house and sleep in the same bed as him yeah and i was like i think that's really weird because she's only 14 15 no she was 16 at that point because she had a birthday and she's only 16 and she doesn't have a space of her own she's already sharing your space and i thought that was weird that they didn't get her own room she didn't get her own room or anything she like i thought that was weird too and elvis is like come on i'll take you shopping so they go shopping with his huge entourage and she comes out in all these dresses and he's like yeah i love that i love that don't like that and then she came out in one she's like i like this one and he's like no that one's not good for you and i was like they need to show more they need to show more of her like getting her like she's basically being pruned to be this like perfect little elvis shrubbery and they need to show more of the pain of that because i think so too like that's pretty intense i think yeah. and then like you said later she comes home and she's wearing this dress with a print and he's like baby you can't wear prints it doesn't look good on you because and i was like that dress looks fine on her what is I wrong thought it with you perfectly, i mean yeah. i don't really remember what it looks like anymore but i thought it was perfectly okay you know mm-hmm. it was like what i'm like she yeah. likes it why does that matter let her wear what she likes because she should be able to right you know exactly but he wanted to control every aspect of her life you know which is not a criticism on the film that's just part of what it sounds like he was as a person yeah you know Um, but the film didn't really show it exactly enough i didn't think yeah i agree that they should have definitely shown more of an impact and it just seemed like it almost seemed like it was trying to like downplay the fact that he was an abusive hebophile is what it's called you know hebophile hebophile what's that mean it's like a step up from pedophile oh so like a pedophile pedophile whatever you want to say is um is like under age 13 Ah, they're attracted yeah and so like hebophile is like 14 to 17 oh yeah interesting um there is a book i read once called tampa it's by Alyssa nutting and it is an excellent book but it's pretty gross <laughs> i'm not gonna lie to you it's pretty nasty because it is about a woman who wants to have sex with 14 year old boys okay and like you the thing is it's really well written because um you never ever at any point like her at all like you're like no i want her to be caught and be punished because she's a horrible person yeah so it's an but you can't put it down because you're just like well what's gonna happen next with her what's she gonna do next you know but like there was like a lot of like really graphic like sex scenes and i'm like okay i could i could do without the like 14 year old 
Ugh. having sex with like a grown ass woman yeah sex <laughs> like and it was it was just i mean i i think the point is that it's supposed to make you uncomfortable of course it yeah. sure did that it but i have rec- <laughs> i i recommend it to some people but i'm a li- it's like one of those books where i'm like really would only recommend it to a specific kind of person because you know it's just yeah where it might be something like something shocking like that might be like something i'm into but not what everyone else is into you know yeah so he is he's like don't don't like he's pretty much like controlling your life don't be friends with anyone don't whatever you know uh don't get a job you know i mean he didn't say don't be friends with anyone but the implication i felt like was kind of there it was like he only wanted her for himself oh, totally big time i mean it was 100%, parent. 100%, yeah. 100%, yeah yeah and so um so he's off and he's like making all these movies and everything and i personally think he was probably sleeping with all these women well it seemed like it because he would go off and then he would come like he went off and then he came back and he was like i made a mistake baby maybe we should take some time apart and no. i was like you slept with your co-star i assume yeah, is yeah. the problem which i yeah. don't know if you know what Anne margaret looked like but she was gorgeous and i could totally like i could i could get it i get it like i totally she was a i mean I, I don't know if she's still alive. She's she's a beautiful woman either sure. way. Sure, really, really beautiful woman. Um, but it's like yeah, I, and like he's like sleeping with other women, and so then on the top of my notes, I wrote the Madonna slash whore complex. So, are you familiar with that? I think I've heard it, but I don't know if I could like define it. Okay, so um, this is usually with men. Men usually view women this way specifically. It's they put women into one or two categories because women possibly cannot be these complex and interesting people that have multi layers to them. No, no, we only fit in one or two con- one or two contexts. So the the context is either the Madonna or the whore. So either you're pure or you're a slut. Oh, and there's like okay. there's no gray area. It's just like a lot of like serial killers felt feel that way. You know, it's like that's why um, certain people like. Robert Hansen or, you know, Joseph D'Angelo would go after, like, prostitutes or sex workers. Sex workers is a way more appropriate term. But um, and so with her, I could see that – or with him, I could see that big time. Yeah. Because he's like yeah. – she's like, why won't – like, they're they're making out. They're making out in the bed. They're getting kind of hot and heavy. She's like, why won't you have sex with me or why won't we do this? She, I don't think she ever even said the word sex. No. Which she I was just like, said, if like, you can't <laughs> – if you can't use the word sex, maybe you shouldn't be having it yet. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah, but she was a captive, and I keep saying captive. Technically, she wasn't a captive, but it no, really I felt know. like it. But it did. She was in his house for years, and then she's trying to seduce him because they're sleeping in the same bed, they're kissing, and then she's trying to seduce him, and he won't. And she's like, "I am a person who needs to be desired right, and wants right. to be needed," and I'm like. Yeah, I don't know what his deal is, but I think that that's, isn't that, like, part of an abuse tactic is, like, withholding sex acts? I experienced it. It was horrible. It made me feel shame, made me feel guilt about something that was totally natural. And it was, it was horrible. It was really horrible. And it took a long time for me. I mean, I'm, I, you can kind of hear, like, the emotion in my voice now because it took a long time for me to get over that. Like, it, you know, to, to really understand, like, it's not me it's him you know um and i actually noticed a lot of the things that he would say that elvis said to her that i've heard in my own personal life in my own experience in my abusive relationship and i told that to my mom and she was like shocked by that and i was like yeah that's like i'm like i maybe i mean i i 
did not experience something as terrible as some other people do. But it was, it really fucked with my mind for a long time, you know, for several, several years. I still have not dated anyone new because, hey, there's that fear in there, you know? It's like, and it sucks. So, yeah, I, I as I was watching this movie, anyway, so my point, <laughs> back to the Madonna Horror Complex, was that she's trying to seduce him and he's like, no, 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 we can't do this because of whatever bullshit reason. And she's like, well, you were sleeping with whatever. Dor- who is it? Like Doris Day or something? I don't think it was Doris Day, but it was something like that. He goes, no, no, babe, that's different. That's different. And yep. I was like, Jeez, yeah, yeah, because she's looking at these other women like, oh, well, you've already slept with someone, so you're a whore. But this like perfect little Priscilla yeah. is an angel because she's so pure. she's a virgin. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Isn't that creepy? Yeah. 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 So I picked up on also, that pretty I much feel right like, away. I feel like societally, especially in the past, um, it's the same thing as like, well, if a woman, if a girl, if a teenage girl gets pregnant, you know, shun her from the community. Yeah, she but it's is not, not the welcome. Guy's fault. But a guy can go around and impregnate thirty women yeah. a day, and you know, nobody g- gives one hoot about what he's done. It's you just know, the women let me tell have you, to carry the baby, Nick so Cannon, they get that. I'm watching you. <laughs> And uh, so it kind of reminds me of that, where it's like, well, I'm a guy. I can go out and spread my seed. Also, there's a little bit of the, like, archaic mindset of, like, a woman doesn't want to have sex. And that really annoys me. Me too. Because it's like, women want to have sex as much as anyone else. Yeah. And also, why wouldn't you want your partner to be having enthusiastic consent? You know, like, why would would, would you want, like, oh, I guess we can do it. I'd be like, no, either you're into it or you're not. Like, Mm -hmm. that's it. Like, we don't, there's no gray area when it comes to consent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, either, yeah, you're in or you're out and then leave it like that and then we're good. You know, if you want to do it, we can. If you don't, then we won't. And there was plenty of times in the movie where I know that this is, like, historical so it's not going to happen but i really wanted her to be like you know what if you don't want me i'll find someone who does and it took way too long for her to do that but i know that like in a relationship where someone's playing these like mind games and grooming you it's not so easy and i'm not trying to be flippant about it but i just really wanted her i'm like girl you need like a gossipy friend to come tell you what is up and help save you she from needs, this she needs a whore situation. friend I yeah. put it at big quotations yeah. a whore friend you just need a friend who's like you should dump him and come to the club with me I know she'd be like Priscilla girl you really want to be with this Elvis guy like what does he do so he has a couple of like platinum albums whatever okay anyone could say I that. guess it would be the equivalent it would be the equivalent of like <clears throat> I don't know like a pop star today like or like Zac Efron at his prime. It'd be the equivalent of Zac Efron wanting to hang out with you. And I think if you were a 15 year old girl, that'd be really hard to resist. Yeah. Especially when every other girl in the world wants to hang out with him, you know? I know. And they're obviously, well, and see, that's, that's the thing about, is the difference between a 14 year old girl and her parents who fucking know know. better. And that's what, that's what annoyed me about the movie because I'm like, I, first of all, I don't, I think I've said this multiple times, but I really don't know what made Priscilla tick. Like, she was no. so even keeled and dull that I didn't even really know if she was excited about Elvis or not. There was nothing <laughs> no. going on. She, the uh, the actress they chose, I did not think was, was that good. Like, just like my mom said that, I agree. She yeah, was like catatonic. Like, and also, there's no passion from her parents. Like, I would be freaked out. I'd be like, this guy is trying to take advantage of our child. Yeah. We cannot let that happen. But instead they were like, 
my darling girl, why don't you go stay in America in his house? Dear Nancy. <laughs> Elvis has been gone for three months now. Elvis, Elvis says he won't sleep with her, but he gives her drugs. We're very and, confused on how we feel about this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's just like it's so bonkers. We needed more. Like this is a very passionate story. Okay, it is. Yeah, it, it has to be passionate. People don't fall catatonically into this situation. It is a passionate story, yeah. and the movie was lacking so much passion that it felt yeah. like it it felt like I was watching like an after school special or something. It didn't feel like I was watching a major motion picture by a, an, an Academy Award winning director. I know, you know, and a Coppola at that. A Coppola. I mean, have more shame, Sophia. Her movies are so passionate. Like, I know. Marie Antoinette I, was not, was like kind of critically panned and not well liked, but I, I really liked that movie. Marie Antoinette. And I thought, listen, everyone who's like shitting on this movie needs to shut up and listen because I think Kirsten Dunst that role was like incredible like imagine what it would be like to be marie antoinette right. i and even that like forgot like, that was kirsten dunst because she did such a good just, job i'm like oh it's right that crazy. is crazy it's such yeah. a good movie and like and obviously lost in translation i think is is an awesome movie i also and, love that movie and um and lost in translation is about this woman who is sort of it's like a stranger in a strange land story mm-hmm. and so is priscilla and how could she do it so well, well it, with, so is marie antoinette so is marie antoinette yeah. so is yeah well because all of her movies have like they all have like a central female character yeah and so i think sofia coppola is really great with having these very complex and interesting characters but priscilla just fell flat i don't i don't understand if it's because the real priscilla is still alive and they wanted to tread lightly maybe that's the case because like marie antoinette she's not gonna you know she's not gonna be like this was inaccurate you know excuse me when i was beheaded it took him two strikes lost in translation was like a smidge autobiographical in in ways and so she you know well it, it wasn't it wasn't like um she talked about her inspiration for the movie was that she had to go to Japan for like modeling shoots and stuff and how the jet lag would just get her and how you're in this like really foreign place. And like, uh, Anna Faris's character was oh, rumored to be Cameron Diaz. Oh yeah. Who was in oh, a movie really? who was in being John Malkovich that Spike Jones did. And like right after this movie came out, those oh. two got divorced and stuff. So it's just, there's a Interesting. lot. And, uh, so I think, yeah, you know, like, Anna Faris's character was like, not, like it was not a very nice no if i was cameron diaz let's just say if i was cameron diaz i'd be offended by that i'd be like cool that's that's how you see me that's well, great portrayal like it wasn't a very nice it wasn't flattering portrayal. No, it was she's not like flattering at all me and keanu we have so much in common we both like karate and we both have dogs and we live in la but anyway so nobody can write that uh this the scarlett johansson character better right. than the person who's like maybe making it a, like the smidgiest of smidge of autobiographical feelings totally. at least the, the story is original but you know what i mean like yeah the emotions i think are a lot from like her own and uh I, the bling ring is not my favorite movie i, I think it, it, it's missing a it's it's reminded me of priscilla where it was just missing something wait, was that with emma robert mm-hmm. emma roberts yeah okay mm-hmm. wait was it with emma watson emma watson not emma roberts um, okay, emma that's watson. Right. hermione okay. granger hermione granger and um not me somewhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> We Every keep, time I come across those videos, I <laughs> I laugh. They just make me laugh out loud. They're I so tried to funny. Take a video of me just doing it with my eyes, but like me saying it, and so it'd be like, it's like not me, not Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ron, no. What? He's going to sacrifice himself. Ron, no, you can't. <laughs> Not me. Not, Not Hermione. Hermione. Yo. <laughs> and the okay. movie somewhere, the movie somewhere with Al Fanning also oh, was that with Stephen Yes, was okay. it necessarily my favorite? But I wanted to. See it that was one. okay. I I should watch it again because I only saw it once. Um, but. I just think she does things really well and Priscilla should be a story that's like it should be like handed to her on a platter like cuz yeah. the book I she mean, had the real. book she had yeah. the real woman and and I don't know where it fell apart unless they just were like well tread lightly cuz Priscilla's still alive or right. something See for me if I was writing it I'd be calling Priscilla like all the time. Like she'd start hating me. I'd be I'm like, sure I that just want to know what you think about this one situation. What happened here? How did you react? <laughs> Tell me everything. And she'd be like, "Okay, we just spent an hour on the phone yesterday. Do you <laughs> have to do this again?" And I'm like do you want this to be a good film or do you not Priscilla I don't know what to tell you but I have to do it right okay can you just please answer the question thank you I'm very stressed right now <laughs> she'd be like darling you need to call having now. seen <laughs> Sofia Coppola in in a couple things I don't know if she gets that uh, passionate no I, I don't mean that in a bad way I just she seems very like even keeled and quiet mm-hmm. like she gets passionate because she's made beautiful movies but I mean like I don't know she's not calling Priscilla in the middle of it doesn't going. seem like it have you ever seen I may have talked about this before on the podcast, but within like the last year, Sofia Coppola's daughter, who I think is 16, sort of went viral because she made a video uh, sort of against her parents' wishes um, because they won't let her be on social media. And Uh she was like, okay, so I'm in big trouble and I'm under house arrest because I tried to rent a helicopter to go visit my friend (laughs) over the weekend and my parents won't let us be on social media and you want to know why? And she like held up one of her dad's Grammys and she's like, this is why. Wait, who's her dad? Um, Do you know the band... uh, What are they called? It's uh, Phoenix, the band Phoenix. She uses them in her movies. Like, she uses their music in her movies. Oh, I guess I've never... There's a scene in Lost in Translation where they're dancing in an apartment and one of their songs is playing. And then in Marie Antoinette, there's, like, this little, like, minstrel band that comes to visit Marie Antoinette. And that's the band Phoenix. But by then, I think she was married to him. The lead singer. It's the lead singer of the band Phoenix. Anyway... And uh, it's such a ridiculous it's it's such a ridiculous <laughs> video. And then this guy, this like youngish, like probably mid twenty, maybe early thirty something guy comes in, and she's like, "Oh look, this guy's my babysitter along with his girlfriend because my parents are never here to take care of me." And she's just being such a little impetuous little prissy teenager. <laughs> and uh, anyway, it, it was really. I watched that video probably like four times because I was just like. What is it like to be uh, the daughter of Sofia Coppola and be this, like, feisty, and you try to steal your dad's credit card to rent a helicopter to go visit your friend? Like, what said, is your life like? When so I was, relatable. When I was 16, I helped my friend sneak out of the house, and we went and saw Ice Age, and her mom came to the theater and forced her to leave. That's the most trouble that we ever got. Raging at Ice Yeah, her mom comes into the theater and she walks up and she found us and she goes to her, you're in big trouble, Missy. <laughs> and then they left and then when I got home, so then I got home and the next morning my dad was like, so uh, did you help so-and-so sneak out last night? And I was like, sort of. And he just goes, just don't do that again. 
so I didn't even really get in trouble. But her mom called my parents, of course. It's probably because you're the baby, and he's like, you know, and I've done yeah. this before, and I just am too tired. We went and saw the, the movie Ice Age. Yes, I know so- exactly. Yeah, this one is so funny about this whole story. It's like you could have said anything else, and I would be like, okay. But you were like Ice Age, and I was like, okay. Yeah, we didn't like have a 21 year old buy us beer and then get drunk in no like, you were just watching no your we were just movie. watching the movies at the theater that i worked at so like anyway. that's like that's so that's so like endearingly you like it's so cute i love it it's adorable i'm gonna hold that story in my heart mm. forever like this is a amazing story I called her and told her, like, okay, if you go wait by the corner of your street, I'll drive by and pick you up. Like, it was so clandestine. Right, right. Yeah. I don't think I ever snuck out of my... I didn't. I had full permission, but yeah, she was I, the one I, who was sneaking out. You no, know, yeah. my sister was a little bit more of a deviant than I was. Yeah. Um, and as I, I joke with my parents all the time, I said, see, you had me, and I was a perfect little angel. Yeah. And then you were like, well, let's have another one, though. Also be a perfect little angel. But then you had my sister, and she was the devil. <laughs> Doesn't happen twice. <laughs> and my mom was like, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, see, I know. She put them through their paces. <laughs> she was like, yeah. I will make sure <laughs> that you regret being my parents. <laughs> kidding, no, she's a great girl. Love her. Yeah, but, I like uh, her sister. She's cool. <laughs> she's pretty cool. She's pretty cool. Um, so I did like the music that they chose because I think she... Sofia Coppola picks good music. Like, I do too. Yeah. She does music and visual really well and she chooses unique music that I you don't you don't hear on a lot of other movies most of the time and stuff. And um but my mom was really disappointed that there was no Elvis music and yeah, I was a little bit I disappointed it was as weird. well. Yeah. I wanted I don't know if this really happened. I don't know if this happened or not, but I was like, she never went backstage to one of his shows or anything. Right. I, we I never got to see think of that, any of that. Yeah. And I wonder if maybe they couldn't get the rights or something. But that's what I was wondering too. Maybe Priscilla doesn't own the rights to his music. I don't know. She that's true. I mean, she might not. Like yeah. the, the Beatles, like the Michael Jackson, like bought all their yeah. all the rights to their music, mm-hmm. like in the early two thousands or something. Um, so you know they don't even like own the rights to their own music, which is what like that's crazy, like, isn't wild it? It's me crazy because if it were me, like that, like those that music, those are my babies. <laughs> like, well, you do not get to hold the rights to my music. Well, you know, th- no. Well, I mean that's why Taylor Swift is re-releasing all of her old albums that she did with her previous management because oh. technically they own it and she doesn't. And so if she can re if she re-records them and just changes it ever so slightly, mm-hmm. then she owns it. Oh, okay. yeah. So that's why she's doing all the Taylor's versions because it's like, it's stupid. It's like, this, this is your music. This is music you created, but you know, you sign a contract and who knows yeah. what happens. But yeah. um, my mom also said that she didn't like that they made Elvis act like a child, but she conceded that maybe he actually did act like that. You yeah, know? I so, kind of feel like he probably yeah. did. Yeah. Um, I actually liked Jacob Elordi's. Um, Elvis. I liked I thought, it. I enjoyed it. I, I had a yeah. really hard time understanding what he was saying about half the time. Yeah, it was hard. I, I did subtitles. You. Yeah, you yeah, did. I was, and like, I, I was like, what? I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. Like, he was mumbling so much. Mm-hmm. He was like, and I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I can understand Sylvester Stallone better than you. And like, which isn't, again, that's not, that doesn't, that's not a criticism on the film or on his acting. I think that was probably like it. 
he did sound like him you know i thought he yeah. sounded like him so i think it might but, have actually been the the mix the sound design or maybe, something yeah maybe um because it, it it seemed weird when he talked yeah and i think that that's i feel like sometimes i need subtitles anyway yeah and you know and the movie just kind of had like a low tone to it or something I it don't did know, it's you know and even to go back to like what we were talking about about her like passions and stuff we see her doing karate later with oh a, yeah yeah i liked that and yeah i did too but it was like the base like the most basic hint of a, a I, I don't know what a white belt is like how far along that is um comparative to like a black belt i i don't really know the different levels but you know obviously it was something that she was into you mm-hmm. know and she was hanging out with her instructor um yeah and they all seem like they're having a great time but yeah it, it just yeah this movie just kind of just felt yeah flat like and i've told people i'm like i well my boss i was like i was like i saw priscilla and, and she's like oh what'd you think of it and i was like um yes it's a miss it's a miss and, yeah. she, and i was like i saw it so you don't have to yeah and she's like okay much. thanks for letting me know yeah so i really like i really wasn't very impressed by this it definitely it's one of those movies where i'll probably maybe think of it like once in 10 years and be like wait was that a film yeah no, it was a film was it though yeah, like, did I see Wait, that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like uh, sleeping with the enemy. Like, did I see that? I might have seen it, but I don't know if I've actually seen it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually wanted to talk. So you made me think of something else. So mm-hmm. I liked that it. I liked that by that time in the movie, she was like living her own life, and then when she left him, she's like, "You're losing me to just a life apart. Like we're both living separate lives." And I thought that. That was a really powerful moment that wasn't earned. Like, the movie needed to earn I it. Agree. Because I thought, yeah, you have the, this is right, but the rest of the movie doesn't lead up to that properly. Right. But there was something that really bothered me, and this is going to sound weird, but it really, really bothered me, is that for three-fourths of the movie, she keeps trying to have sex with him, and he won't, because he's like, there's a time and a place, there's a time and a place, there's a time and a place. And then... It really reminded me of Twilight. Well, yeah, it did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh and then um and then there's this moment where I don't know exactly oh, she graduated college and they have this like romp where they're in his they're like locked in his bedroom and getting food brought in for like I don't know, it looked like it was like three weeks or something. It was crazy. Yeah. She's being changed. <laughs> yeah, who knows? But That's... every time they showed them, they were like they were clothed, but she was wearing like lingerie, but it it didn't it seemed like sexual but not actually sexual yeah, so i was like I is this implying that they haven't had sex yet and it, it wasn't really clear but in my mind i was like it kind of seems like maybe they're not having sex but right. they're, they're getting close and then they get married and no more talk about sex and i was really disappointed in a way i didn't need to see a sex scene necessarily right but here's this storyline that has been hanging over our heads for almost the whole movie and we know that they have sex because she had a child right but the sex is there's no there's there's nothing there's nothing right. about there's nothing about them having sex there's nothing about her feelings after having yeah, sex see, i would have been more interested like, in that like, like i want to know how she felt about the situation that you've been waiting for yeah. and he's been like withholding from you yeah for 
ever because we don't even know how far they went like i'm i'm saying that it implied that they went far but didn't it didn't show them like even doing like no it didn't even show them being naked in front of each other no like let alone any physical contact beyond just kissing you know it didn't show any touching or anything and not i'm not saying i need to see these scenes i'm just like we have no idea what they actually did physically it could have been nothing right and so for all intents and purposes there's nothing going on between them and uh they have they get married and we know that they have sex but it's just there's no talk of it and i think in a movie about priscilla where they're like her being a virgin and not being a virgin is an integral part of this movie seemingly i was disappointed that they didn't there was no payoff like not a sex scene necessarily but there's just there needed to be a payoff because here's this young girl who has been groomed by an adult male for years yeah yeah has never had a physical relationship with anyone but him right and now they've finally been able to have sex and i want her to be like that's why you didn't want to have sex like no and i'm not sub- i mean like i'm not trying to imply that he'd be bad at sex or that well, sex isn't fun but i'm just I saying i have something to say about that actually i have some well, hot tea to spill i just wanted there to be some kind of payoff for priscilla because the situation was so bonkers and they just never mention it and then she had a baby and the- where was the baby the baby was just like yeah. sometimes in it sometimes not and i just i don't know i thought i thought it was just for a movie about a young girl i thought that they really like the ball was really dropped on this and you know i'm not asking for something that you didn't already make me think was gonna happen you no i totally yeah was such a big part of their relationship because of how often he would turn her down right that when they finally had it there was nothing i know i agree it was it was weird so i so the actress rita moreno she apparently said she had an affair affair i don't know if they were married from west side story right i i don't i'm not sure i know she was just in that movie like 60 for brady or oh, yeah. whatever it oh, was i yeah. believe it was 80 for oh, brady 80 for brady my apologies <laughs> 60 for brady we were, i remember we both saw the trailer we were both like we're never gonna see that movie mm. <laughs> i was like also i don't like sally Field. she just really irritates oh, yeah, me don't like i do sally not like Field. her she really irritates me um so rita moreno said that she had an affair with elvis and with marlon brando and she said that elvis was kind of like a little kid having like he wasn't very good and oh. but marlon brando knew what he was doing so i was like huh. i was like maybe that's part of the reason he was so interested in underage girls yes. because he didn't know what he was doing <gasps> like so they have tina. no idea like what like brandon tina brandon tina from boys don't cry who would always be oh, with right, younger right, right, girls right. yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah because they don't they don't they don't know the difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it makes sense. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying maybe you know, ask your partner how you can improve or something, or I don't know, just don't sleep with underage girls because it's gross and you know yeah. it's illegal and disgusting. But um, <laughs> whatever. I mean, I don't know. Like Marlon Brando obviously did well as far as in the getting laid department because he's had like 19 children by like oh 19 gosh. different women or something. Talk about a guy who knows what he's doing. <laughs> Sorry, I just like really grossed out by that. I like. I think it's pretty weird. Yeah, it's really nasty. I think like like a Nick Cannon is like the yeah, same thing. Where I'm like, and it's every like time Elon he- Musk is the same. Elon Musk does that. Yeah. But Elon Musk has like surrogates, so I don't even know. He's not having sex with all these women. Right. I don't know actually. I I don't know what goes on in I their mean, bedrooms. I, you know, but, I don't know either. All I yeah. know is that he probably smells like sweaty cheddar cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Some people he really just, like. He just kind of looks like he 
smells like sweaty cheddar cheese. One, one day I was like making food and I opened a bag of cheddar cheese and I like, and like the scent like lifted out and I was like, ah, uh, Elon. <laughs> <laughs> the musk. <laughs> oh my um, gosh. Yeah, so um, I that's all I really have to say, I think, about this. What do you, you have anything um, else? You're just you're just drawing. I'm drawing. I I know. I'm sorry. I'm doodling. It's because this movie was so dull. Would it, it was. Would you recommend it? Well, I haven't, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, I I, don't think I, I, I just think either. it was. It was just a mediocre film. There just was, wasn't. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. It wasn't yeah. really even that good. It you just, know. Yep. I feel very similar. Yeah. It just is. It just fell flat. It's a movie that. Um, I don't know. It's there's it's missing something, and it ended so abruptly. Like she's just driving out of Graceland, and and then the the credits start, and I was like, "That's it." It just didn't seem like there was a lot of emotion involved, and you know, like maybe it should have been a different casting. As like I thought he was fine, but I did not. I really I don't even know that actress's name, and I'm probably not going to look it up because you know. Okay, here's a great example. Of, like, someone who I found immediately, like, enticing and interesting versus someone who an entire movie was on. And I, like, could not care less about this actress. Remember in Little Mermaid, (laughs) Samantha and I were talking about Vanessa. And we were like, we know she was only in it for, like, two minutes. But we were like, this girl's fantastic. She's only in the movie for two fucking minutes, but, man, she made an impact. Versus this one, I'm like... <sighs> Her name is Kaylee Spaney. Kaylee Spaney. Ka- Callie, maybe? Kaylee, Callie Spaney. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. I wonder Whoa! if she's like a Nepo baby. Here's something interesting. Tell me. The woman who plays her mother in Priscilla, Degmara Domingsic, is married to Patrick Wilson since oh 2005. My oh my Shit, I forgot I was going to say something about her. That actress, she seemed like she was maybe just collected from, like, community theater. She reminded me of somebody, and I don't know. She reminded me of my aunt. She's beautiful, but, but what? I thought her acting was also very stiff. Like, she was like, oh, everything is great. You can yeah, go to Elvis's I feel place. Like the, and I was like, the movie is just like, was was really stiff. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Not impressed. So, I think that's it. I think yeah, we're, I guess. So, <laughs> <laughs> let it die. <laughs> <laughs> Two thumbs way Two th- down. Way down, <laughs> motherfucker. If you like our podcast, be sure to give us five stars on iTunes. It really helps us get out there. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes released on Monday. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, X, previously known as Twitter, and LinkedIn. We Are the Watchers of Movies is hosted and produced by Samantha Herpelsheimer and Lauren Powers. Editing is done by Samantha Herpelsheimer. Social media and advertising done by Lauren Powers. Theme song is done by Mike Myers. You can find him on Twitter or X at the Mike Show 42. Cover art is done by Samantha Harding. You can find her at samanthalharding.com. Thanks to Mike and Samantha and our amazing listeners. If you have a movie suggestion or recommendation, you can direct message us on social media or email us at watchersofmovies at gmail.com. Thanks. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>